Hey, Adzi. So Cheeky Monkey's been on board for a fair while now, and I believe they are doing a bit of a discount for our listeners. Yeah, mate. If you go up to the Vass Brewing Facility in the industrial area there and you drop the name Barreled Surf Podcast, they said they'll do 10% off uh, any takeaway sales and I assume 10% off over the woodwork too. But if you want to stop in there and grab some beer, uh, yeah, 10% off. Tell them Barreled Surf Podcast sent you. Just refresh my memory. What sort of uh, situation have we got with Forrester Estate long-term supporters of the program? Mate, Forrester Estate will give you 25% off if you use Barreled in uh, in the coupon section of the internet sales department. Uh, That's in the checkout coupon if uh, you're not sure what that means. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mate, 25% off. It's actually a, a pretty massive saving. It's almost um, wholesale apparently, um, what the shops will be buying it for. So uh, you get free local delivery, Margaret River, Busso, Dunsborough, and – if it's over 200 bucks, you get free delivery Australia-wide. So Sounds like a sick days. deal, mate. Get on board, everyone. You. you. I have been ripping into the AG1s lately. All the vitamins and minerals that you need all in one convenient sachet or convenient scoop. What about you, mate? You've been on the AG1 program? Yeah, mate. I uh, start each morning with a little AG1. I go a little warm lemon water in the morning nice. just to clean the liver of a few other sponsors and then uh, and then rip into the AG1 and then into breakfast and I'm out the door and uh, on the building site ready to fucking go. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing I've noticed with that as well is uh, <laughs> the gut health is what I was talking about, Adzi. But uh, yeah, get on board the AG1 and uh, get on to athleticgreens.com forward slash barreled. Get all your goodies, get all your uh, bonus products there and uh, they'll obviously know that you've come through us. So thanks for that. You. been putting some shark eye sticks on my boards lately i'd see it just gives me a little sense of security i reckon when i've got those stickers on mate those guys are watermen of the highest order they were commercial ab divers down on the south coast they know the ocean as well as anyone and if they reckon it helps then it helps so i put shark eye stickers on the bottom of my boards um that's where it all began for them they moved into wetsuits their wetsuits are awesome we've talked about them but, uh, mate, get some Shark Eye stickers they're really on your board. Stickers. And they're know, not just stickers. Uh, he told me like, they are not I don't know what they're made of. Like, and that's why they're a bit more expensive because he wants them to last. So get on them and, uh, yeah, can't hurt, man. It's got to be got to improve the odds a little bit. Yeah, Shark Eyes. Barreled Surf Podcast. 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 Yeehaw! All right, all right, all right. It is Barrel Surf Podcast coming to you from the shed quarters this afternoon. It is a fine Friday. And before we get too far into the show, what about this? And here's to you, Mr. Robinson. You're a fucking robot who smashed the Brazos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Barrel Surf Podcast. If you don't know who is uh, treating us with some dulcet tunes <laughs> to my left, it is the medium to big wave charger, 
Co-host the Barrel Serve podcast, the single fin wielding maniac from the West, the plumber to the stars, Ads Kennedy. Oh, gee whiz, that was, yeah, a good, that was a good one, wasn't it? Yeah, mate, we're all pretty fired up here. Friday afternoon in the shed, the coldies are flowing. We've got a bit of pep in our step because our man from WA, Jack Robbo, has just been on a tear. We're all frothing and it's not just you and me. We've got a special guest in here who's frothing as well. It was his birthday yesterday, so happy, happy birthday, birthday, White Mr. Lightning. Yep. Uh, mate, he's a perennial threat in the over 45 division of the yelling up board riders. He's an absolute frother with a sharp tongue. He loves he's a threat to, in the over 35s. He's, a, he's just a threat generally. He's a threat down the pub at, uh, well, if I you want to get just in. He's 45, so. <laughs> there you go. You've gone up a division, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, yesterday. <laughs> it's definitely a threat now. He's just uh, qualified. Yeah. Mate, he's, a, he's, a, he's quick-witted and he's a, he's a threat when it comes to ripping into people, but his best <laughs> attribute is he's got the best damn kick-out I've ever seen of anyone surfing. When it comes to pulling out of waves, no one does it better than Sammy Lightning Morrison. How are you, Sammy? Very well, thank you, boys. Yep. Welcome Pleasure to be here. Welcome back to the show, mate. It has been a little while and we better give you a round of applause coming down to the shed quarters. <laughs> Mamu's just pushing all the buttons Much he's got. If you got him, push him, mate. Good on you, mate. Yeah. Good to have you with us, Sammy Morrow. It's been a big couple of days in oh, West Australian sport. We had the froth on. All three of us had the froth on. I spoke to Sammy separately yesterday. He was frothing hard. Why were we frothing? Jack Robinson just did an unbelievable feat of brilliance, didn't he? I'll tell you what, he yeah. took out the Tahiti comp over Gabriel Medina. Not only winning the comp, but knocking Gabby out of the final five equation in trestles. Oh, mate, he qualified for the Olympics and uh, got a nice big kiss from his uh, pregnant wife, Julia. But yes, go straight in. Come yeah, I mean. on, Robbo. Holy shit. That was just an unbelievable performance. Like, it's so, st- I'm so stoked to be backing a West Aussie surfer who proven over this last year, like, when he gets into these situations when you're like, on the edge of your seat and you're watching and you're like, oh, no, he needs a fucking, you know, a 9.2 and it's two minutes ago, there's no way it's going to happen and 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 then he just does it and then he does, does it. it again yeah, he does if it again. The wa- if the waves are there, he will do it. And even if the waves aren't there, he seems to just somehow freaking sum the wave up and then the wave comes like it's the really. The buzzer beaters, he's the specialist. Oh, man, it's unbelievable. And, man, the form that Gabby Medina was in in Tahiti was Mate, he was like a freaking cold front just coming out of the ocean, just raining fucking scores on people. Like In the first five minutes of the heat. Uh, so. Yeah, in every heat he was just an absolute menace. I'm just like, how's the momentum and the mind games and the headspace that Medina's in? He was just like, like right from the start, man. Like I was watching him, he'd be like, let someone – with a minute to go before his heat start, he'd let them go and sit up and then he's sitting in the channel and doing this freaking prayer thing. And then as soon as it's like 30 seconds, bang, he'd just start paddling way up the point, past the other guy. Up there, he's dragging him up there, he's hassling, he's like life or death for that first wave. And then as soon as that's over, man, just like watching his tactics through the whole heat, like every heat, he was just brutal, absolutely brutal in his tactics, man, like... Yeah, if he didn't have priority, he's catching a million waves and getting scores and making just putting the other guys to the knife straight away. And then as soon as he did get priority, he's like waiting and getting the best waves and nailing them. And, and crew were just like, "How the fuck do I beat this guy?" He was just a absolute force to be reckoned with, and I, I just can't believe that anyone stopped him. But 
Yeah, well, just what Jack, Jack Robbo did. That's what he did, he, man. He, he stopped sat on in it. his tracks. And he caught the best two waves of the heat. It's unbelievable. In my opinion. Oh. Take, take us through those last couple of heats there, Sammy. Oh, well, you know, the, in the women's final, the big storm came through. It was almost onshore. Oh, it did, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he did what he had to do. He was patient. He knew Gabby was going to catch all the waves. So, how do you stay right patient thing? with so much on the line, man? Like, it, it's just that crazy Jedi night shit he's got going on. Like, Mate, because it wasn't just it wasn't just winning the comp, which is big enough, you know, last comp of the year. It was for the final five. Everyone knows. We all know this. But it was for the final five. Whoever won out of him and Gabby, if I can get through, it was for the Olympics. It actually stopped Gabby from making the Olympics. Gabby's not going to the fucking Olympics. Did Olymp- it? Really? Yeah, man. Wow. Chow Chanka and Philippe Toledo is now going to the Olympics. Yeah, I'm pretty so sure. if Gabby had made the final five and yeah. uh, finished ahead of Chow Chanka, he would have been in the Olympics next year. was a lot year. on the line, eh? So Gabby's now lost the comp, no world title, and he's not going to the Olympics. Like, mate, that was a pretty big fucking shutting of the door there by Robbo. Here's a and question for you, boys, in terms of that. Do you reckon Felipe Toledo will perhaps give his Olympic <laughs> slot up to <laughs> Gabby Medina, given that it's going to be at Chopes he again? He should. He should. Well, maybe the government will, the Brazilian government will just shut him out and say, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's just come around and kneecap Gabby at Chopes. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's a good so point because it doesn't matter. Five if, sevens a heat. Yeah, even it because if it's small, Gabby's almost impossible to beat unless you're Jack Robbo, of course. He's the only one he can. And then if it's big, Philippe's shit house anyway. Yeah. So I mean, Philippe was shit house on a small. He, that guy absolutely schooled him. That local wild card in four footers, and mate, I saw Gabby going. I saw who Philippe, was the wild card? Oh, I can't remember his name. Is that the guy with a good kick out? Oh, you liked that one, did yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, nice. <laughs> well, we had uh, Mihinmay Bray, I think his name is. Yeah, that was the one with yeah, the yeah. He's yeah. A good kick a out on that QS slash CS warrior. And then obviously Carly Vast, who once again, I think he made the quarters this yeah. time and got knocked out by the Italian on a bit of a tear, uh, Leonardo Fioravanti. Philippe was yeah. going right out there. I mean, that just yeah. says it all. Oh, did know? he? Yeah, he tried to go yeah, right. He went yeah. right. What? I didn't see <laughs> that. Like, How'd I miss yeah. that? At the end because of the I don't, I think the cameras hardly even filmed it. That's how you missed it because everyone's like, well, "Fuck, mate!" You can go right on. You can go right at Chopes on uh, True Surf, but I didn't think you could do it in real life. Anyway, yeah, there you go. Yeah, he but, did kind of get a little cover up. Yeah, mate. Yeah, there's nothing compared to his competitor. They got. You should probably yeah, you just get disqualified if you go and ride at Tiapu. Unless just go, yeah. you're out, mate. mate you're yeah, gone. You're pretty much. You yeah. finished. Yeah, pretty interesting. But uh, yeah, back to the the juice of it all, mate. Jack Robbo, just an unbelievable mental game that guy but the thing is he's obviously got the freakish natural talent that that you can't teach that you can't train for and he's always had that but then obviously he has trained this mental game from somewhere from his coach or whatever but mate there was i mean there was just so much going on for jack robbo in that whole comp like mate he fucking knocked out yago dora in that quarterfinal like him and yago yago's in Fifth spot. If Jack Robbo beats him, then there's a good chance he's going to take his spot in the final five. Like, yeah, and they and, obviously and the, share a coach. Yeah, they share the coach. And mate, the I don't care. Like yoga. How uh, the <laughs> he is yoga. He is yoga, Dora. man. We've already established that. Yeah, yeah. Um, mate, you can't tell me that no matter how much 
That Leandro, I could never say it's Leandro. Leandro. <laughs> Fuck, Vaughn Blakey was pulling you up on that yeah, one. Yeah, mate. I've been pulled up on it a hundred, hundred times. But <laughs> Leandro. I'll just call him Leo. But, um, mate, it doesn't matter how, it doesn't matter what you say. Like, surely if your son is vying for a world title and you're coaching this guy, Jack Robbo, I don't care how tight you are. There, there, there just has to be something going I want my son to win. Even, you, even you know, in the back undo of your his, mind. Undo his leggy string. Yeah. Something, man. Like Wax so, the bottom of his board. And, and, and like no matter how good their relationship, surely Jack Robbo is smart enough to know that this guy surely wants his son to win. It's his, it's his son, man. You know, like we're all fathers. There's just no two ways you could equally be cheering for this other guy that you're doing. Like – so to have a coach that's potentially against you, like not against you, but it just I don't yeah, know, man. I know, it, I know it, what you mean. It's hard to put into words, but even it's, if there's, there's got to be like something there. Two percent, two percent difference all it, in, mate, in sort of mindset. He, he needed it. every point one of a percent he could to get through that day. So there was that, and then, and then he's even when he beat him in that quarter. I mean, potentially Jack Robbo going further is still going to affect Leo's son. You know what I mean? So it's not just the heat that he beat him in. It's even like when he got to the semi, got to the final, it's like, well, if you lose this, my son might still be in with a world title. Like it's pretty heavy. It was so like, then he was waxing his other board. Yeah, exactly. Uh, bottom of his yeah. other board. <laughs> Maybe that's what slowed him up to get more tube time. Just, yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Wax the bottom of his board. But, yeah, there's a lot going on, man, a lot going on. And just all those odds against him is just like to come from eighth. He was the furthest away out of John John and Gabby to get in the five and he just did it by beating yeah. a hideously rampaging Medina. It's was mate, it's really was a win for the ages. It's gotta be the best win of the year, surely. Oh, hundred percent has to be. Sammy, tell me about John John, Matt. He he sort of looked like he crumbled like a feathering bell's lip. Yeah, I the, didn't uh, see was it the quarters he lost in? Yeah, so Yeah, didn't catch that heat. Medina he did the like, full very good Early in the comp, mm. he did. He yep. did, but then Medina did his full, did his tricks, full tricks, and uh, nine I think, games, you reckon? Oh, hundred percent. Just the paddling and the pressure and the positioning and the tactics. Medina got an eight in the first minute of the heat against John John, and yep. John John just crumbled. He crumbled before the heat had started. But that's where you see Jack. He he didn't crumble. He doesn't never crumble. He crumbles. sat there. Yeah, he knew what he needed to do. Mate, and, and he got it done. He got it done, man. It's, yeah. But, mate, Medina absolutely wiped the floor with John John. I was, it was like, what, two heats after um, after Jack and Yago. And I was like, here we go. This is the other, these are like the super heats of the quarterfinals. And I was so excited going, fuck, this is going to be epic. It was, and it was right at breakfast time, too. It was like quarter to seven, six yeah, yeah. in the morning. Perfect. For us getting up early, having Brett, and I'm like, fucking here we go. I thought the time thing was completely wrong. I didn't realise that I could watch, you know, the semifinals or whatever it was onwards from. Yeah, it was the same. I thought it started like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, well, yeah. it does, but, yeah, but, but then it by goes the time eight it hours, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they did the chicks first. I think they did all the chicks' quarters first. So there's a couple of hours there. And Here's a question for both of you Have we seen the last of John John Florence in a Rashi full time? I. What do you reckon, Sammy? No, I don't think so. You reckon he's still got no. the fire? Yeah, I reckon he's got the fire, yeah, yeah. 100%. He doesn't come across as the fire. And I, I don't think, think he ever has. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and he's – but laid I, back sort of, you know, just loves the water. Yeah. 
I remember seeing once some, I can't remember where, but it was some video and it, and it was like, oh, no, nah, man. Some, it was either his coach, might have been Ross Williams going, mate, he's fucking got the fire. He wants to win. He's competitive. Well, but I don't think he, he never two comes world titles and not have the fire, but I just question his motivation now. Mate, you so know his shit year of waves, keeps getting knocked with some, you know, questionable judging and then obviously – some very you know, tough injuries. injuries mate. Yeah, I heard yeah. a crazy stat during that comp. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like out of the last eight years, John's only completed like two or three full years. And Which out he probably of the, won world titles in two of those years. Yeah, two of those well, years he won world titles. Well, there was an interesting stat where I don't think he's competed at Chopes for – Three years or something, yeah, four yeah, years. At yeah, at least. It's yeah. been a long time. I think yeah. it was before that, so before COVID, so yeah. four, four or five years even. So, yeah, I guess he's got the fire, but, mate, there's been a lot of noise around Nate Florence's year and how much attention that's garnered. And, mate, John could easily be doing the same thing as him and, you know, oh, teaming up. Um, does he have the fire? I don't know, man. Like, when you look at the start of that quarter with him and Gabby, it's like, well, he didn't have enough fire to fucking hassle the shit out of Gabby because that's what Gabby did to him and it made him crumble. Because Gabby didn't just beat him, man. He absolutely towed yeah, he had, him up, had him man. comboed for most of the heat, I think. Towed him up. And yep. it all came down to that hideous amount of pressure that Gabby was putting on his competitors right from the 30 seconds before the siren went, like paddling up the thing and paddling did, up the reef. And did John paddle up the point with him? No, nah, no, nah, not that much. And then so Gabby gets off the first peeler and then, and then as soon as he doesn't, as soon as Gabby didn't have priority – He's just sitting like two meters deeper and a tiny bit in on his competitor and just pretending that he's going on every wave. And half of him he does. And then he's just constantly trying to sell them to a man like Pat and yeah. just making, forcing people into decisions like, I, and John just couldn't deal with it. I just then. don't think they're the ones you want. You don't want those sort of ones up the point on your backhand either. Though. You kind of want those West Bowls. But I guess the other thing um, to consider with. You know, Medina obviously catching a shit ton of waves throughout the competition and especially on finals day. So did fatigue play a part in the, his decision-making or whatever it might be towards that back end of the final? Because you, he'd got to be fucked. Yeah, he'd you have know. to be rooted, wouldn't he? He'd yeah. got a lot of waves. Yeah, I mean, it's not, a, it's not a hugely long wave, but if you're catching 13 waves or whatever per heat, you know. And it, wipeouts take it out of you. And he, and he, he wiped out on plenty of waves, just even little – Two, three footers that he was trying to make runners out of, like he's still like that. He takes, did have the chance to win it at the end there he, with that set he, wave, though, he, didn't he? And he came so close to coming yeah. out too. He but really he did, actually yeah. sort of came out. He just wasn't on his board. Just, just sort got, of got yeah, caught right. behind the foam ball and got couldn't, couldn't get out of there. Got but I mean, regurgitated so out of there. Yeah. You surf heats in the board riders, Sammy. I mean, you know what it's like when you do surf a heat and fucking takes it out of you. Oh, 100%. Regardless of like, whether it's a long wave or not because yeah, it's physical and mental. Such a vigorous mental. workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your heart's going 100 miles an hour. Yeah, and I mean, even at that board rider level, it's still fucking stressful and you get nervous and all the rest of it. So oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. That high-level professional surfing, um, if you're catching, you know, a dozen waves in a heat, you're going to be fucked. So I'm just wondering if that might have had a little bit to do with why he came off in that last last little bit. Could have been a different story, but it's not. Jack Robinson takes the chocolates and uh, the the celebrations probably would have gone along into the night uh, in Tahiti. Jack Robbo had probably had a couple of, um, I don't know. Carbons. 
coconut yeah. waters, whatever Carver? it might be. No, that's Fiji, isn't it? Or do they do it in Tahiti too? Yeah, they do it in Tahiti. Yeah, yeah they right. do it all, all through the South Pacific oh, yeah. and the Pacific. Yeah, yeah right. Let's um, have a quick talk about the ladies because they they obviously were at Chopu again this year and a lot of them were having a dig. There was a couple of sort of disappointing uh, performances, I guess, from a couple of the girls. But generally speaking, they all sort of had a dig and got some barrels and stuff, but taken out by Carolupo, our favourite You know California. who called that? I believe T-Bone called that in our last episode that never got aired uh, due to – Unforeseen circumstances. Circumstances. Foreskin. Foreskin stances. As he's just come up with a completely new word. Invent reinventing oh, the English language. T Bone T Bone did call it amongst uh, you and me, so we gotta pay dividends to T Bone. But uh Yeah, I think I might have copied him there and put Carolupo as my yeah, double well, surfer in did the fantasy. Nice yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter because nah. because I missed my team. When I was up north, oh, yep. I'm still fucking 20,000. Yeah, I did that the last comp yeah. and got no score. Devastating. No score. Oh, no, I've done yep. it two comps in a row. I thought you'd at least <laughs> get, you know, half score or whatever. Yeah. Like the away tips in the yeah, AFL. Yeah, the away tips in yeah, the Yeah, yeah, get the away. You, know, like yeah, yeah. you carry over your last team, something. Yeah, yeah just get the bottom half of the draw Donuts. for all your picks. Yeah, that's nothing, a bit rough. Nothing at all. So I will check who's leading the Barrel Surf podcast okay. fantasy, um, Mate, at some uh, point. One thing with the women that uh, I'm sure everybody took note of was that wave of Caitlin Simmers in the semi against Vahina Ferrero. That was unbelievable uh, in terms of her commitment for a 17-year-old girl up against undoubtedly the queen of Tiahupu. Tiahupu. No idea how to say it. Um it was sort of one of those ones where you just expect that wild card to win Vahine because it's that sort of wave, especially for the women's, where it's just such a huge advantage to be a specialist. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there in Pipeline are the two waves that really the girls are a bit scared of and, and haven't really had a huge amount of experience in. So you're, you're going to give it to that wild card that lives and breeds it. And for 17 year old to just come up against it and yeah sure it wasn't eight foot but mate the wave she packed was that pretty, was a solid one that would have blown my acl to smithereens if that lip had landed on me and it would have because i'm shit ass at going left mate the young girls <laughs> are charging these days yeah. there's no two ways about it yeah it was there was good. one wave that Fahin pharaoh got in might have been the quarter or the semi where it was a solid wave and it was just so round i was going fuck this is bad chopu and that is yeah. Such an incredible wave. Like yeah. it was a big round barrel that she came out of. So She flew in for the comp too, I believe. I Is think she, she might have been somewhere else. And oh, yeah. Yeah, flew back in. Where was might she? Might have been doing the QS or something. Oh, okay. There you go. I could be wrong. QS, yeah. CS. Let's Maybe. say you're right. Something like that. Let's say you're right, mate. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she, she came in, charged and. Flew in late and blew up. Flew out early. She was on my <laughs> fantasy team. Was she? Yeah, was, same. Yeah, 100%. same. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, I would have picked her for she was my pick to win. I mean, oh, yeah. if I had money, I would have been chucking it on her. Same yeah. as Moana, James Wong at Pipe. You just go, mate, just chuck your coin on yeah, that. 100%, like, right. Yeah. So while we are uh, talking about fantasy, a big shout out to Corn Washing Guru who took out the Tahiti event for the Barrel Surf Podcast League. Congratulations, Corn Washing Guru. You get fuck all for that, but uh, you are, I believe... Oh, mate, I'll sling him a couple of cheekies if he comes around. Yeah, 
just uh, drop us a, a message on Instagram, buddy, and we'll sort you out with something. But Cornwash and Guru has also taken out the entire league on the back of that is performance. It? So, What, the entire Barrel Podcast League? Yeah, the league, yeah. So oh. there will be some prizes coming your way, Cornwash and Guru. Is, is fantasy on for the finals? Or no, uh, I think it's a separate... Is separate thing yeah, because it it's a different okay. um, different format and all the rest of it. So congratulations oh, to Cornwash and Guru. Get oh. in con- contact, mate. And uh, second place was Bring Back Bobby 2023. I agree. I'd love to see Bobby Martinez back on tour, but he doesn't want to be a part of this oh, fucking wannabe fucking tennis, tennis tour. tour. <laughs> fucking, fucking. He'd be so angry at Tahiti, wouldn't he? Jeez. Imagine the year. If Bobby was on, on this year with the cut, and all the crappy waves they got, jeez, he would have been an angry Mexican bloody cartel member, wouldn't Indeed, he? Indeed, yeah. <laughs> jeez, he'd and go was... great at trestles, though. He would go great. He would go great. Well, maybe. He's getting a bit older, oh. though. He's getting a bit older, mate. He's, you know? mate. That backhand is second to none. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good in that Bobby it's quad, insane. too. Uh, special mention as well of Sean Wright. Sean Wrighty, uh, he tends to be up there every year. Sean nice Wright. work, Sean. I think I just took him out last year to uh, win some sort of prize. But... Uh, Another big effort from Sean Wright, finishing in fifth. Oggy for CEO in fourth, and Boris the Bullet Dodger in third place. <laughs> Good uh, on you, Cobbers. Thanks yeah. for joining the uh, the podcast league this year, and um, yeah, yeah, we'll sling a few prizes out for that. I'm definitely yeah, get in contact, mate. Uh, obviously, we're not going to send boxes of beer all around the country, but if you're local, we'll no, we got we got some stickers and some teas we can oh, fork yeah. out as well. So, yeah. but if any of them are local, we'll uh, we'll definitely sling a few beers. Yeah, Corn come and have a beer. Guru, and... Maybe some baby wipes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, no, he doesn't need baby wipes. He's clean. He's, He's sparkling clean. Yeah. He's been rinsing it. Rinse the corn, as the Swellians say. Yeah. Yes. So just getting back to the girls, who else impressed you over there, Sammy? Oh, well, yeah, obviously Caroline. She's always good. Very solid. Can't – yeah, the young girls. Solid just, top end. Yeah. Yeah. So Molly's uh, – Molly Picklin is also qualified for the top five and I believe also at Olympic spots. So good on you, Molly Good Picklin. on you, Molly. No, I, no, Steph though in the top five, eh? She's done. No, nah, she she's out, she got yeah. like a one point eight total in her heat and got dusted. That's pretty hectic. Um, Tyler Wright, I thought surfed really well uh, in her heat. She she got knocked out, I think, in the semis. But the semis, yeah. She was packing some so pretty good backhand barrels. On that note, Olympics that'll be Tyler and Molly. Yeah. 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 Really pretty solid, solid team. Is is that a lock or? I don't know how it works. I'd but imagine so, yeah, unless there's injuries. I think they're I saying suppose. they're provisionally qualified, whatever that means. Yeah, so if there's an injury, there'll be someone come in. So they might have oh, to so go to some ISA games next so year before they will get kneecapped then. percent. <laughs> 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 By just the average surf fan, probably. Not even from Brazil, they'll just be like, Mate. In breaking news, Philippe Toledo stubs his toe on one of the cobblestones at Trestles and he's <laughs> going to be replaced <laughs> in the Olympic team with Gabriel Medina. Well, if you're looking for a gold medal. Yeah. Geez, you'd probably prefer Gabby. Oh, not probably. You'd 100%. <laughs> yeah. So what yeah. happened to... Uh, and we all know that they, you know, they're, they're definitely fond of shooting the odd soccer star over there for missing a goal, so... <laughs> I think that's Columbia, mate. <laughs> oh, mate, hey, that's pretty close. It's all connected. It, it's close, yeah. <laughs> same same continent. Yeah, same. So yeah. speaking of Brazilians, what happened to Italo Ferreira this year? I know he hurt himself in the last comp, but he was just nowhere to be seen, was he? Mate, yeah, he wasn't there... 
how that guy's knee didn't end up in a thousand pieces. You oh saw that thing. Oh, my God. So I, I, I saw that live. I was just, <laughs> holy shit. Me and Sammy. I was just like, mate, that thing is absolutely cooked. It's so cooked. But credit to him, the amount that guy trains. Yeah, yeah. He is so fit. And strong. And strong and flexible. Like, he's a bloody gymnast. Like, yeah. he's incredible. Like, to his knee to do what it did and not do an ACL multiple other injuries like because me and Sammy for the listeners that don't know both had some pretty bad knee injuries over the years and no doubt uh you almost popped an MCL minor grade three strain just looking at that thing didn't you oh yeah 100% it was pretty crazy but he's seems okay and uh I saw a video of him doing burnouts in a Ford Ranger so it can't have been too bad in the old league there you go probably Sponsorship there. Yeah, but, but he I, was nowhere for Tahiti. Why would you? He's out of the final four. He couldn't make the final five. So. No, nah, nowhere near it. I yeah. think his best result has been a quarter final this year. I could be wrong in that. And if I am, let me know. Mate, back to the uh, Tahiti comp. One thing that uh, I think was it, was it the semi where Jack Robbo had to come up against um, Leo Furavanti? Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, mate, they're on again. He was, he was, uh, that was the pipe matchup again, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And J-Bay, obviously, the, the and paddle Bay, battle there. So and the, J-Bay. Well, they had the paddle battle, remember, where he smoked him in the paddle battle at J-Bay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The full met just absolutely uh, emasculated him in front of a live audience as he just paddled over the top of him. Mate, and um, the stats on Robbo v. Leo, Robbo 5, Leo 0. Is that so right? you would have to be thinking. Spaghetti legs. <laughs> yes. He definitely he did. He had spaghetti arms in that uh, yeah. paddle battle, that's for sure. But mate, you'd have to be thinking there'd be a serious mental glitch in Leo's head whenever he comes up against Robbo from now on. He's just 100 percent. You know, five zero. It might have even made it six zero. Um, and Leo would know that, you know. And then that whole paddle battle where everyone made a big hoo ha out of it, he'd just be like, mate. You could almost guarantee that every time he comes Fung up against Robbo, he's just like, Pro- yeah. Props to Leo, though. He's surfed that well this year. I think yes, it's well, first yeah. year back on. Yeah, I think last year. It's hard right. to say. Oh, no, no, no. He's he, coming and going more than that. He missed the cut last year. Yeah. But he made, yeah. the, cu- made yeah. the cut this year. But I agree Gra- with you. Grounded out and won the QS. Won the QS he's coming and going more a than a honeymooner's underpants. It's hard to keep a track of when he's on and when he's off. He rips. But I reckon he's a bit like Jacko Baker in that his surfing has really improved. Yeah. And yeah, I was sort of like, Leo. Yeah, you've faded him a couple of times verbally, but I've always thought that he's at the level that, yeah, demands being on a CT. Like on that. Kanoa, yeah, all that, so those pretty, guys, man. He's pretty he's, clinical. He's right up there. Yeah, yeah he's no, yeah, clinical. I'd, I'd is agree. A great I've word changed, to describe I've changed my tune. I reckon he's improved heaps in the last two years and uh, absolutely ripping, fucking good in heavy water too. And uh, doesn't mind packing some cones. And uh, yeah, fucking ripping Leonardo Fioranti. And unless uh, you come up against Robbo, then he just turns into wet spaghetti noodle arms. Well, I think most he? people do. Yeah, they do. That's one thing that um. That it didn't surprise me that I took note of it after the final was done yesterday. It was Jack Robbo was just so calm and composed. So calm. There was no woohoo, like yeah. claiming and all the rest of it. It was just like, he said, how do you feel? And he goes, well, it's uh, it's in, it's an interesting feeling, you know. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling okay. You know, Mercury 
is a little off kilter with Mars at the moment, yeah. so I'm feeling a slight disembobulant um, of the variation of sorry the cosmic to wave. Ads, you know, but <laughs> I'm um, talking shit. Has Feel he um, free. got a sports coach that you know of? A sports coach? Yeah, I like think a, so. Yeah, because whoever like a, that is, yeah, that might guy be must Ben be. Crow, who was yeah. um, Ash Barty's mindset coach. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. He's uh, an absolute fucking weapon, but he might not be as well. I'm, I'm yeah, speculating super there. Super calm, super focused. Yeah. Super driven. Because that's that that was a sort of hallmark with Ash Barty when she was on top two, just super calm and you know, riding out the highs and the lows. I not think celebrating. Elon Musk might be in his corner and he's got some sort of cosmic vibration that he's tapped into some sort of uh, you know conversation from outer space and mate jack roberts just tapped into that somewhere he's he's gone beyond this earthly realm i'm claiming he's, he's on going, an astral plane <laughs> he is man like, yeah he's aligning his chakras on the daily and uh <laughs> just going yeah yeah he's, keep keeping it on the dl he's in the zone but mate you know what obviously uh leonandro leandro leandro name is mate he's got a lot to do with it because yago Mate, in that semi with Robbo, I mean, Yago actually almost pulled it out last second, got that little, I think he got a little pit, came out and just did a huge punt on the dry reef. And if he'd have stuck that, like, they may well have had to give him the score. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? That would have been a full yeah. last 20-second typical Coach Dora manoeuvre. So Speed, mate, power, flow, commitment. Well, he's, huge. he's building Yago like, I think next year he's going to be yeah like a massive threat and yeah, easily my favourite Brazilian because like so he far. he got that he got that wave Definitely in the dying seconds two. against Kelly Slater and Slater yeah. had it almost done oh that was that was mental that was Jack Robbo esque exactly that's what I mean like yeah. it's obviously this Leo came coach. from nowhere it's crazy and it was do you mean Leandro um, <laughs> Was it <laughs> not that hard, mate? <laughs> was Lee it that Andrew. he beat Slater in that heat too? Yeah, yeah. That so, was the one. Yeah, that's the one. He yeah, with yeah. like twenty seconds to go, with oh, like yeah. an eight or no, a nine, ten so, seconds to go. Yeah, it was it was mental. So that was yeah. like you say, it's Jack Robbo esque, and yeah. then he almost did it to Jack Robbo, man. Like he 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 got this little tube and did a huge punt. Like if he just stuck that punt, it was big and landed on dry reef. I think reef. like talent wise, you look at Yago, you look at Jack, they're next level. They're hundred percent top five in the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, pretty, pretty like Yago didn't get there this year, but yeah, he did. if the wave comes, got, 10 yeah. seconds to go. Yeah, he's doing it. They're going to do so, it, yeah. So they've obviously got some mind space and, and it's going to, mate, being sparring partners with Robbo, obviously it's going to rub off on him too. I mean, it's his dad pissing in their pockets. So, yeah, pretty interesting. 100%. Let's um, uh, and, you know, sleeping in the same bed. Let's have a quick <laughs> quick chat about the goat. Barrel oh. Surf Podcast and I'm Kelly Slater. <laughs> so uh, what's happening with the goat? Is he done? Is he dusted? No, nah, he'd be a pipeline for sure. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. Surf pipe well, I'll surf pipe. Do you reckon he'll go on to the next ones or is he done? I, re- I reckon I reckon he's going to retire at pipe. Yeah, I don't reckon I'd, he will. I'd back that in. Yeah. I'd, he should have like, done it last year they, when he won it. They gave him a free pass to get on for the back half of the tour. Yeah. Like. Well, and, just, the, and the first half of next year. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure he's up until the cut. So if he gets. Well, maybe he might get like do pipe and J-bait. Or J Bay's after the cut. Oh, is that? My, yeah. my bad. Well, he might get a wild card for J Bay. That's if, mate. That's if they have the cut next year. No Elo, they might not have the cut next get year. Get rid of the cut. Uh, get rid of the bloody finals at yeah. Trestles. Yeah, exactly. Sammy Morrison joining us on Barrel Surf Podcast, telling it how it should be. Yeah. So everyone agrees with him, probably. Right. 
Let's uh, let's just change tack for a quick uh, quick bit. We'll get back to what you were saying, Adzi. Yeah. What? Uh, give us your ten stops on next year's championship tour that you'd like to see, Sammy Morrison. Oh, jeez. Okay. Ten like, yeah. Bring back well, Kira. Obviously, Pipeline. Kira. Yeah. Pipeline. Kira. G Land. Yep, I like it. I'm with you so far. Trestles. Yep. As a stop rather as than a finals. Stop. Yep. As a stop. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Good spot for a stop. I like the South American idea. Oh yeah. Yep. So yeah, I don't mind El Salvador. I think it's yeah, El Salvador's pretty fun you know, wave. It's worthy. And I, I feel like El Salvador they they've just been a bit unlucky. Like they could get well. They had one oh, really yeah. good day there this yeah. year, mate. They could. I mean, you got. I've been to Mexico and I've seen it six to eight foot for like three weeks straight. Like it yep. could, they could go there and easily just score at pumping for the whole time. Oh, I completely agree with you. What about uh, cloud break? Yeah. Oh. Our break, J-Bay, Tahiti, Muggies, there's another three. Tahiti. There you go, you're pretty much almost there. Job done. It's and not then, that fucking um, hard, is this? Like, like if you want to have a final situation to surf off, take them to the playgrounds in the Mets. Yeah, exactly. And just... And pick your day. Pick, pick your spot. Pick your spot. Drive around with a couple of boats. Get Suli yeah. from the Huey on board. He'll run, them, yeah. run the show. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Just make sure they've got their Apple Watches on with the GPS in case they uh, oh, go astray on the boat. Yeah, those dudes. Legends. Yeah. Yeah. I think they found found all of them apart from the Indonesian crew member. So crew yeah. member who thoughts may, with or the, may not have been able to swim. Yeah, yeah. thoughts with the family yeah. there and hopefully they, they find him. No, he's gone. They're not finding him. Well, yeah. Hopefully. You know. Yeah. You never know. No, Could be know. like a uh, yeah. Unfortunately, the, a lot of those deckies can't swim. Yeah, yeah I think he's a surfer though. This guy, so maybe. Was he? Yeah, yeah. I read a bit about him. He was what? Okay. Sorry, I think he was a surfer. Oh, he was. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, really. why didn't he grab a board then? Yeah, you would have thought they'd all be together because in a group. Because the thing is, obviously, we've just totally jumped into that subject. For those that don't know, I'm sure everyone does, but my missus didn't today when I told her that uh, four Aussie surfers. On a little boat between Nias and the Bunyak Islands, um, right back in went, here at went tail, down. Tail and uh, trip. but you got to think, you got to wonder how it all goes down mm-hmm. because usually you're t- traveling with two or three boards, right? So the boat's going down. They've obviously made the smart decision to grab some water. Did the boat go down though? Yeah, boat went down. Yeah, okay. Yep. Uh, you obviously made a decision to get some water. They said they got. I didn't hear much, but I heard they grabbed a knife, a headlamp. Water and their boards. You'd think a hat as well. You remember that dude like a few years ago who didn't have a board? Yeah. He was treading water and the seagulls were like pecking his head and trying to eat his eyeballs while he's still alive and shit. It's and they found him. Not your first thought when you're jumping overboard. No, grab it's a not. Hat to yeah, stop I know. Seagulls pecking your eyes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, but it's not just that. It's the heat, man. The sun. Yeah. If you're going to be out there for three days, you know what that tropical sun's like. And they're saying that um, in this article, they're going, well, actually, one of the biggest issues out there which you don't think about especially in tropical water is you still can get hypothermia even though the water's like 26 27 it's still less than your 37 in your body and because you're immersed in it it will suck your body temperature down eventually well, and i think the other thing is you know the salt water will suck the water out of you yeah that's quick. right well they said they but also said it's as dry as a desert water yeah. wise it's as hot as a desert it gets cold at night like it's still even though it's You'd rather be stuck in that ocean than our ocean. Oh, you you, you know? can survive like 100% three days swimming in that ocean, I reckon. Yeah, whereas down like, here, it'd be a bit. Oh, you'd be. You'd be fucked. Hours. But, um, yeah, but, um, mate, they made that decision. But what I was getting at is every surfer probably carries a coffin, right? Like you'd, you'd have, mate, Sammy would have fucking four sticks in his. I'd have three, surely. Definitely four. Yeah. So w- 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 what would you do? Would you 
unzip your boards or would you just jump on your coffin? We just don't know how how um you know what I mean how then, quick it was. It that's right. Yeah, it depends quick. if you're transitioning between breaks or you're doing a big trip between yeah. islands. Yeah, then you doing, may have your was, coffin. Yeah, no, it was coffin. It was big trip. Yeah, yeah. overnighter. Yeah. Well, they oh, obviously it's had access. Overnight. It's about four or five hours. Well, they obviously yeah. had access to a couple of boards at least, and maybe yeah. maybe the decky just didn't those, get time. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Like, in the tropics, when they come in, they come in like a shower of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, the like Sammy would know he's tornadoes. wearing a Kandui Resort uh, t-shirt as we speak. He's done many seasons up there. Even got a gig as a tour guide because he was hanging around like a bad smell. They thought, well, might as well give this guy a job for a bit. because He's he not going to fucking leave. We might as well get him to do some shit <laughs> yeah, while he's here. Exactly. So. Never got to uh, fulfil that role, unfortunately. Oh, didn't you? No, oh. bloody COVID here. Oh, shit house. I remember it was on the table. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, come on back. But, um, yeah. yeah. But, Next uh, year, baby. Yeah. I'm there. Nice. There we go. Yeah, right. well, that was a pretty uh, pretty incredible effort by those Aussie surfers to survive anyway. It's a pretty cool story. And um, obviously it's sad the Indo dude is gone, but um, – Mate, it just happens. I mean, I looked at the photo of the blue boat and I'm like, that's the fucking exact same one that I went on. The thing you know, like, I looked at with that boat, it looked like it was prefabricated. It wasn't made out of a whole tree. Like a lot of the boats, like especially at Kandui, they're made out of a whole tree. Oh, yeah. And they cannot sink. Was it just a wooden boat? Yeah, it was. Like, yeah, yeah. It looked like it was constructed. Well, you saw a photo um, of the actual boat that went down? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. And... Um, yeah, I think the ones that are scalloped out of a whole half a tree, they, know, harder. They, yeah. they really, there's no way they can sink. What if they turn up? What if they Even fly if with they water? turn upside down, they're, yeah. yeah. What if, if unsinkable? What if um, the guy driving the two stroke on the back with the fucking three gadangs in his mouth and it falls <laughs> in and blows up on the fuel tank can go down then? Well, you just go faster then, don't you? <laughs> We'd we'll have at least you um, Mate, four, four two-strokes on the back too as well. Just quickly, I did want to um, uh, shout out to uh, another legend of Australian surfing, that is Flick Palmatier. Um, it is dialing it back, but I, I didn't quite get to finish uh, my little spiel there with that Yago Dora V Jack Robbo heat. Yeah, yeah, go. Um, Flick called it like with about four or five minutes ago just going – Yago needs to throw it down on the end section and put his body on the line on this shallow reef and do a huge punt to try to get the score against Jack. And, mate, what do you know? Three minutes later, there he is flying through the air. Flick Palmatier picked it like an absolute dirty nostril on a building site full of dust. And, uh, yeah, so I, just, I thought she was really good commentating. What did you reckon, Sammy? Yeah, no, nah, she's a good sort. But Yago's got a... Um he definitely goes for those Hail Marys at the end of heats, doesn't he? He knows if he needs he's, a score, he's, he's he's got the goods there. Dude. It was about fall back on hundred mil deep there, like and sharp too. Yeah. But I guess world title. It was a world title air, wasn't it? You, there couldn't be too much coral growing there. Seriously, you reckon that many boats have just ploughed over it? Nah, just too many waves. Too like, many waves. Coral on doesn't it. grow on waves that are constantly breaking. Or not, yeah, yeah. Not big jagged ones like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be a flattened out somewhat. Yeah, definitely I mean, be a fair still bit of smoke. Yeah, <laughs> not not razor blades. Yeah, not yeah. Because he did stand up on it after it actually and jump off. So you're yeah, probably yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought that was interesting. And yeah, really like Flick in the commentary booth. She's yeah, she's awesome she's job. one of the best in the business. We're yeah, only, good only a few good team there. Few events down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what a combination of the two two big wave surfers from Australia. Yeah. Mate, you in know the commentary was, booth was fucking awesome in the commentary booth is uh, as everyone knows Pete Mel like 
was talking to Sammy on the phone yesterday. We were both just frothing. Sammy's claiming he nearly drove into a tree when Jack Robbo got a hell score. May or may not have been driving and trying to watch the comp at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> I can <laughs> confirm that. <laughs> That's, um, mate, Pete Mel is, uh, yeah, I'll go one. Cheers. Pete Mel has just got a really good technical eye. Like some of the points he'd bring up, obviously I'm not that technical a surfer, so I'm not seeing what all these minor adjustments and Pete Mel would just be like, oh, how was that? Fucking the way he moved his foot right there to stomp his tail back because he knew the phone ball was going to knock him and it's just like and then you watch it in slow-mo replay and you see it and you're like fuck Pete saw that in yeah, real time you know yeah like, you saw the foot yeah yeah and so that was pretty cool man I thought um Pete Mel's really and then when you when when you know someone who's just like packed the hugest possibly biggest paddle in pit in the world like ever ever you just you're happy to listen to that guy aren't you you're just like no. i just think he's um yeah like you say he's knowledgeable he's got some insightful sort of comments to make and yeah he, he knows what he's talking about obviously in terms of barrels and yeah i reckon he's a good commentator too who would you like to see in their commentary booth next year sammy well oh, geez i'd name maybe ads adsy no, yeah no well he'll be he'll be in a commentary booth somewhere it might be the uh like the Marty's Classic. Junior Groms or the Marty's Classic. Sammy's over 45s. I'm pretty biased when Sammy's oh, yeah, in the I water. Might, I might be in the over 45s oh, next no. year. Hey, oh, we got, no. Hey, we got, we got, oh, the, no. we got yeah. the single fin single coming fin up. Single fin coming up, yeah. The bi-annual uh, single fin comp. Yelling up board riders, single the fin competition. Yep. Single fin theory. Yeah. Can so you dig it? Can you dig it's it? It's a vibe, man. Look out for your golden tickets if you are in the hunt for one of those. I'm sure they'll be... Sending Lucky those through shortly. Who gets one of those tickets? Yeah, mm. the light hen's teeth. Those things, uh, very so very difficult are. to get. Um, all right, so let's just do a little, little bit of a transition here, and so I see if I can work it out. We are going to go with a little bit of this music. Oh, it's Mrs. Robinson oh, again. Bring it back. I can yes. listen to it all day now. I guess this is Jack Robo's wife. Good on you, Julia. <laughs> so uh, let's have a little talk about the final series. So we've got it all coming up ahead of us. We know who's in there. Obviously, we haven't talked too much about Ethan Ewing. He's not going to be there. There's absolutely no way that's going to happen. No way? Why? I reckon he's, they were saying he's sort of four Maybe months should, out. Um, four months. Yeah, yeah, break his back. We need to get uh, Trev's opinion. Mm. Yeah, well. Down south physio. Where is Trev? Shout out Trev. He's not around at the moment, I don't think. Well, he's around, but he's not here. Mm. So uh, what do you reckon about the not replacing him in the top five? Bloody bullshit. Bloody bullshit. Get someone else in there. Well, there you go. If they do change the Preferably rules. Preferably another Aussie. Well, if they change the rules, who's going to be in there? It's going to be Gabriel Medina. Yep. So that could change everything. And I think because, I think one of the one of the reasons they're, they're saying they're not going to replace the surfer is because of the Olympic qualification and stuff. So they've provisionally qualified oh, yeah. Philippe Toledo and uh, once again, just pure speculation on my part, but I reckon that could be the case because obviously if Medina got given that replacement spot for Ethan Ewing, he uh, puts himself firmly in the picture to qualify for the Olympics if he gets ahead of the other two. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, Roger. Didn't think of that, but it's possible unless they put a clause on top of the clause and blah, 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 and just keep changing the rules. And sub-clause, set up. sub-clause, <laughs> like sub-clause. You're allowed to come in, but you can't get the Olympics points so or think, however the hell it works. On a bright note, if they don't replace him, it's good for Jack. 
it's definitely great for Jack because he's coming in lowest seed. Surf it's one, one less heat. heat. Yeah. 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 So as it stands, yeah. Jack Robbo will be up against Yao Shanka. Um, it seems like he's lost a bit of form in the last few events. So he does, doesn't he? Yeah. I reckon Jack will take that one out and then he'll be up against Griffin Colapinto at his home break, obviously. So danger there. Uh-huh. But uh, Jack's got him. Yeah, I think the, uh, the mental game might be too there. much. Well, yeah. I think, you know, as I've said, like if Jack, if the waves are there, it doesn't matter. He's he's good enough. He'll get it done. Yeah, he's certainly like, got he his small wave going. just needs the waves. Like, going well. Yeah, he's as good as anyone on the day. So so I'm tipping uh, Jack Robbo, uh, Felipe Toledo final for the the uh, for the men's side. Who's going to win it, boys? Jack Robbo. Yep, Jack Robbo. Yeah, Jackie. 100%. Yeah, Sammy. That's why we got you in here, mate. I just don't. I just can't. <laughs> you would have got kicked out if you mate, said. Hundred percent. Like Tressel's going to be smoking this year. Is it straight oh, up? Yeah. South be. Pacific has been very active this year. They had a crazy May. Does that like, make a difference? I wouldn't have a fucking clue. Yeah, it does. That's because they, they, they get the swell, South swells, man. They get mm. the same yeah, swells right. that light up um, Puerto Escondido. Yeah, which medical. is crazy because it's a long way hurricane north, over there at the moment. That's true. There is. I saw that today. Footage before I came up. Merkel just. Yeah. Piping. Huge. Yeah. Oh, it'd be evil though. It'd be yeah. short period oh. fucking shit flying yeah. everywhere. You don't want that. Jamie Mitchell might be over there. We've got a bit of a chat coming up with him in the next couple of weeks. Mm. What about the ladies' side? Who's going to take out the world title this year, boys? Caitlin Simmers. Katie Simmers. She's going to go from world fourth, world I think. Champ. Fourth or fifth to do it. What do you reckon, Sammy? Jeez, I don't know. Is Pickles making the top five? Pickles yeah. is fifth, I think. Yeah, you've got to yeah. go for Pickles. Pickles. I mean, I'm obviously going for Pickles. Yeah, yeah. Pickles. All the Pickles. way. Yeah. yeah what's, I, where, what, 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 the what's the spread? Up, what's the spread? So we've got Tyler in second. We've got Carolupo in third. Obviously, Riss Moore is in first. I'm not sure who's fourth and fifth out of Molly and Katie. But uh, Adzi is looking it up, doing his best T-bone impression right here. Show us the stats. Show us the stats, mate. So obviously it goes fifth versus fourth. The winner uh, faces three. Oh, Pickles in fourth. So okay. yeah, go Pickles. Come on, Pickles. So She's Katie, Katie does have a two to zero matchup uh, tally against Pickles. So Pickle, Pickles owes the one back. I, I actually think that whoever wins that one is going to go on to take it. So really, you're claiming not, the not winner of the call. fifth and the fourth is going to win. Yeah, well, um, Steph did it from last year. Steph was yeah, a freaking seven-time I think, I think seven those two champ. are the most progressive. Yeah, I just think it's in the top five. Mm. Yeah. It's either going to be fourth or fifth, either Katie or Molly, and then if neither of those girls are up to it, I think Chris Moore will take the title. She's uh, she probably not too happy about last year, losing it to Steph, and I reckon she'll... She'll be the uh, yeah. She'll be she, the one to take it out. She almost lost it the year before too to Tatiana. Like yeah. if Tati didn't fall on that one turn, it was literally one turn, like far out. That's exactly right. Could have done it. So who knows? Maybe Trestles is a bit of a weak spot for her. Yes, that's right. So the finals is next month, September. Looking forward to having a shit time zone for us in Western Australia to watch that. But well, see, that was the know. thing, man. I was almost like, if Jack Robbo didn't make it, I'm like, am I really going to get up at fucking three o'clock to watch the finals, watch three Brazos battle it out? In Probably not. Knee high. I'm just like, fuck. And I'm like everyone else, I'm disgruntled with the format of, you know, deciding a world champion, two foot peelers. Like I probably wouldn't have, but now Jack Robbo's in there. I'll be fucking up early. Don't worry about that. There you go. No, I yeah. think we'll all be up there. I think I think it starts at like eleven or so. Um, Does it? WA time. So Jeez, it's even worse. Chessel's party at Adzi's. Oh, 
We had some good ones. We will see Jack Robbo's first hate at least. And uh, this is what I was looking for before. Talk to me, Adam Kennedy, about what else has been going on. We we were going to uh, introduce a new segment. We're going to call it uh, Sick or Flick. And oh, yeah. Sick or Flick, ladies and gentlemen. And the question I have for you, oh, yeah. two fine gentlemen, is uh, it's been a bit of talk lately about overlapping hates, having one men's hate, one women's hate, one men's hate, one w- one's women's hate. Uh Sick or flick, Adzi? Sick, for sure. Sick. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Great idea. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Sick. Yep. Yep. All right, we've got sick on that. Sick that's from a, me as well. That's a no-brainer, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon uh, Especially with the conditions they've had this year. Yeah, exactly. Like and small windows of really good surf. But yeah. And then everyone – and look, we want overlapping heats of men's too because that's yeah. freaking awesome. Overlapping heats are sick. If the waves – you couldn't have done it at Tahiti, just at the comp just gone. Obviously, that just wouldn't have worked. God Waves are like too short. 40, blah, blah, blah. 40 minute final and Yeah, two seven point eights by Jack Robbo. But um in waves where one, you can one do it. Which was a nine. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Pipe, J Bay, Margie's mains, like these sorts of waves where there's heaps of waves, definitely a good thing. Yeah, I just reckon uh the was all well, I mean, obviously Elo's gone and all the rest of it, but we may see a bit more flexibility in the way they structure things next year, I hope anyway, because yeah, the this sort of rigid structure around, you know, when they're in WA not going to the box because whatever, because the, you know, it, they've got too much equipment and it's going to take too long to change over and all the rest of it. It's bullshit. Let's just get them in the best waves wherever those waves are. Yeah. So that's that's my thought. So we got a we got a sick from all the boys there. Ah, yeah. Easy one. Overlapping hates men's and women's. So bring it on. What about? Uh, I'll come up with one right now. What about? Uh, Kelly Slater retiring at the end of pipe, sick or flick? I think he's got to, doesn't he? He's about 40. He's about 40. Fucking hell, he's not 40. He's about 63. So <laughs> yeah. time to give it up, Kelly. Um, clearly he's not there in terms he's not there of anymore. his ability. Well, But it was a ability. shit year of surf too. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you're never going to get 10-foot pipe every every comp. So, no, he's... What if G-Lan was back it. on? And Pipe was pumping and G-Lan was pumping and all of a sudden he's got a semis and a final. He could do that. Then Can he though? I mean the barrel riding, barrel riding level is pretty high these days. It's not just Kelly that can do that. So Yeah, it's not just him that can do it, but he can still do it. Oh, he can, can still, still do it for it. sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. When I saw him in the car park at Margie's last year and I, I, I said this on an earlier ep, I was just like, mate, I know you've just been bundled out and you haven't made the cut so you don't really want to talk, but... I just want you to let us let me know if West Australian surf fans have let you down because with this weird cut situation, I'm I'm wigging out thinking, is this the last time we're ever going to see Kelly Slater? And if it was, then fuck, how did we not cheer you up the beach? That's the greatest travesty in in all of surfing. And yeah. he just looked at me with a smile and said, nah, nah, you'll see me around. It's all good, Adzi. It's all good. Yeah, all good. You'll see me around. Something like that. And I just was, I was just like, oh. Okay, so somehow he'd be back. And, and then obviously he got the wild card, which was only for the second half. I guess it's for the first half of next year. So I think it was for the whole whole um, up into the next cut. I could be wrong on that. Yeah. yeah. So Kelly's got the 
the ways and the means, he could pop up anywhere, anytime. He could. I the swell's there I don't and the think waves he'll are retire. pumping. Uh, well, I don't know. If he wins, he might go, okay. Well, I've got a chance twice to make the cut. Twice yeah. in a row now. Surely this is a sign to saying quit on top. But then if he wins, he's like, I've got a chance to make the cut. Yeah, but then yeah. he won last year and didn't make the cut. So, And then if he goes out in. No, he he made the cut last year. It was this year he didn't make the cut. Oh, oh that's right because Robbo won pipe. Robbo yeah, won, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, if he wins, yeah, he'd probably hang around. Because he's like, I'm, I'm back, baby, I'm back. But then well, if he, he wins, no, I can't see it. Give himself sure. an emotional retirement and then come out of retirement just to go in the next next comp. See how he goes. Mm. We'll see. Anyway. So, so Kelly retiring at pipe, whether he wins or loses, sick or flick, Sammy. Oh, sick. Yeah. Yeah. You, you want him to go? Well, he's done everything, hasn't he? Like, yeah. he's the he is the goat. Yeah, he's the goat. He's and you're sick. Oh, sick. He's got to do it. Yeah, nothing left to prove. We're not going to give that any, Just give him a wild card any, forever. Whatever comp he wants to surf in. Yeah. Whenever he wants to surf. <laughs> like, this guy. He is the goat. Yeah. Like, if he really wants it. Yeah. Yeah. Let you just have a golden golden key for everything. Yeah. Like yeah. If he wants to come, that's a good idea. Yeah. If he yeah. wants to come to dinner at your house one night, <laughs> yeah. come to dinner, Kelly. I'll have him to dinner. He's just a, shows he's up. He's a really night. nice person, actually. And he remembers your name and he's like, he's a. I'd happily have him for dinner. Dude, like <laughs> when I was in the Mints last year and the swell of the season come through, he was making shit happen to get there. Yeah, right. Like all the resorts are like, Kelly's coming to stay. Yeah. All the boats are like, Everyone's like, Sammy, Sammy, you're sleeping on the beach for the next three days. Yeah, pretty and much. You, and, and you're like, oh, yeah, no worries. Right, it's Kelly. I'll fucking sleep on the beach. A, um, no a tech tech guy who's pretty much living in Kandui had bought – an apartment there to live for like last two years over COVID. And they're like, dude, you're going to have to go and stay in the guide hut because <laughs> Kelly's coming. <laughs> yeah. And he probably went, no true worries. Story. Yeah, true story. And and you wouldn't oh, get upset. Oh, he was happy. Oh, wasn't he? Oh, no. <laughs> but they were, they were going to kick him out. Fucking Kelly's later. <laughs> it's like, mate, you've got to spend the next three nights bobbing around in the water between here and <laughs> here in the bunyaks because Kelly's coming. Maybe, maybe that's okay. what happened. Maybe, and he just maybe ended Kelly up, needed that boat. And he, he just ended up hiring, <laughs> ended up hiring a boat and getting out there. Yeah. He'll make it happen. And just dominated, Dominated the, the whole joint probably. Yeah, just in and out like a ghost. In and out like a ghost. There a you ghost, go. A goat ghost. Let's um, let's have a talk about our favourite and worst situations in the past little bit with the Clive Palmer Cup and the Steve Irwin salute. Adzi, have you got any Clive Palmers this week, mate? Oh, uh, get back to me on that one. I was, I was, um, I was looking at. Um, we we did a post a couple of days ago. Sorry, I'd a, about some. Um, about some questions. All right, well, our, let's rip into that before we go to the Clive Palmer. Have a think about that. Sammy, make sure you got a couple there or at least one. What questions have you got to be asked, Adzi? Um, what did we have? Uh, we, we, uh, where are we? Sensational radio. Oh, when T-Bone goes to work, does he actually do any work? Uh, no. He no, he doesn't. Go, no. No. <laughs> No. Um, oh, that's right. Uh, Source bottle, the perennial podcast question asker and fan. Um, you join gents auditioning for Nicholas Cage's yelling up surf movie. That's coming. Oh, out. You heard about this one, that's Sammy? That's a good question. I have heard about this. Yeah, but I think it's probably aimed like under our demographic. 
You think? It's, uh, yeah, it's like well, what do you high mean? school Nick, tune. Yeah, but Nicholas Cage is like 60 or something. I'm going up as uh, yeah, I'm auditioning for his uh, – no, he's starring in it, I think. Or is that wrong? I was going to go up as his stunt double. Were you? Yeah. You've got a bit too much hair, don't you? Well, I can shave, shave it. Shave it, yeah. yeah. You can't you can't grow your hair back, mate. But you can certainly <laughs> shave it. Yeah, right. Unless you're wearing okay. a wig, mate. Uh, pretty interesting. There's been a couple of big movies made uh, around the region over the last sort of ten years, I guess. There's um, been some good ones. This could yeah. be the big one, Nicholas yeah. Cage. I don't think it will be. Snakes on the plane. Them. Yeah, you reckon? Well, they just get Jake Pato in there, and yeah, he's he's the he's, snake on the plane. He's bold as you like. Snake on every plane. <laughs> yeah. Every plane he goes on. There you go. Yeah, so that's pretty big news. Uh, apparently they were auditioning down at uh, Margaret River High School looking for yeah. some young frothers. Young um, grommets. I don't know if they'll find any down there, though. Well, they did last time for the movie Drift. They found a bloody legend, Ben Spence, who's on the QS. He's uh, uh, Chippo Wilcox's There's sidekick. actually young grommets that surf in Margaret River High. <laughs> what do you mean? You're shitting yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Mate, he he did a fantastic job in the movie Drift, that young dude, far out. he's He played the mad dog. I can't remember what his name was, but um, we've actually lined him up. Uh, ages ago I spoke to him and said, you could come in and tell us about that movie. It was pretty pretty massive. I actually reckon it was one of the best surf movies ever made of, of all time. When Drift? You yeah. Can I haven't get, actually seen it. Get out of here. No, I haven't, no. I've read me? the book, but I haven't seen the movie. Oh, man. Oh, Sorry, drift. No, breathe. Sorry, breathe. Breath. 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 Yeah. They'll, they'll, oh no, no. Sorry, both... I th- I have seen drift. I haven't seen breath. Yeah, yeah. Breath is the book. That's what pulled yeah. me up. Yeah, the Tim yeah, Winton. Tim Winton book, mate. They were both really good movies, actually. But breath is sensational movie. It just it, goes kinky as fuck. Yeah, it definitely goes kinky. But in terms of like realistic um, surf movie with epic fucking waves in it and. Um, a really good story behind it and really great setting. It's, mate, it's as as good as any Holly. It's probably better than any Hollywood surf movie ever made. Well, yeah, I mean, let's face it, most most Hollywood surf films, they have a, yeah, they get a person very, surfing goofy and it's offshore <laughs> and then yeah. the next shot it's they get it very onshore wrong. and they're surfing natural. Yeah. But, yeah, I've got another a little shout-out here from Linda Ward and she says... What does she say? She says something along the lines of, uh, yeah, shout out to Wazza Boys wishing him well for his Australian titles efforts in Port Macquarie. So, I think he's into the semis. I can, well, at semis, just well, put it there. Yeah, yeah. He, he made his heat today and he's into the semis. I noticed he was selling a board on Dunsborough buy, sell and swap. I was just wondering if, he, if it was a little uh, pre-heat jitters. He's like, nah, this one's done. He's very particular about his boards, was. So. Maybe he's trying to bribe the judges, get Wouldn't a bit extra cash. In the yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, nice there you go. Sammy is as bent as a 70s copper <laughs> from Sydney, so I'm not surprised that this the first thing that popped in his head. Well, he does go to the young up water eyes with a fistful of dollars and uh, <laughs> just does. Cash gives prizes. them to the judges. <laughs> he even tries to judge his own hates from, <laughs> from the water. What, I heard that's why I took on the, the presidency. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just have a bit yeah. more sway over the yeah. judging panel. Well, it's worked because yeah. he's representing uh, WA over That's there right. in the national title. So go Wazza. Go was. He's got his yeah. semi tomorrow probably. And then uh, Smoked everyone at Big that. Rock in the, um, in the regionals. So. Yeah. 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 And, uh, mate, uh, speaking of West Aussie pride, um, Jacob Chippo Wilcox is looking very strong for qualification. We're pretty happy about that. Obviously, uh, it's taken a little bit of a backseat to the CT, but it will fire up again. And he's sitting at number two 
in the world. So uh, Now, has he qualified already? Yeah, you'd have to think so, wouldn't you? He's on 20,600 points. Cole Hushman, the absolute uh, shit of a human. Yeah, um, the baseballer from San Clemente. Yeah, yeah. So, and Crosby Colapinto's just jumped up into third after his big performance. Um, but yeah, what we got two coming up, uh, two Challenger Series left. So. First of October in Eresera and the fourteenth in Sakurima. Yeah. What a shame they haven't got any Hawaiian events on this year. I know we've talked about. So that. So remind me how many come on to tour? Is it ten? Ten in the men and five yeah. in the women. And right now in fifth place in the ladies' side of it is our friend Bronte. Mc Bronte. Bron Bronte McCauley. So let's do a little bit of this. Of course, Bronte's beat. One more good result. I reckon we'll get Bronte over the line to re-qualify for the CT. Yeah, she should be there 100% of surfing, at her, surfing with her at car parks oh, about yeah. a month ago. That backhand, oh my God, she yeah. was blowing up. Going crazy. Wave after wave. Yeah, yeah. let's see back on. Just let's see. So it sounds like we're going to have cloud break back on next year. So we've got cloud break, really? Chopu, Pipeline. It's uh, made for Bronte to go deep into some events. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, hopefully she can get Imagine that, yeah. the qualification. I mean, when you look at it, really, if they got solid waves for a couple of days at each of those locations, like she's easily a chance to win all three. Yeah, so yeah. It's pretty solid. I mean, that's that's kind of the issue with they've only got a set amount of women on tour. They should probably reduce the men's field to a similar amount um, and then they can get those two days as well. So... I don't know, just a thought there. Just a thought. Would you would you reduce the field in the men's, Sammy, if uh, you had the choice? I wouldn't be looking at that. No, I think it's like there's so many good surfers. So I think there needs to be that number for it to be a competitive arena. What about the non-elimination non round then? Because it's taken up a full day of, of surfing to do yeah, that. Yeah, that one's a tough one, I think. Maybe yeah. you could potentially get rid of that but i know they travel around the world to compete and it's hard yeah. luck to and lose I, but i think but the, they're doing tennis and maybe golf. the waiting periods aren't long enough yeah true but i mean you know it's a expensive exercise to go around the world and, and travel into the, all these events if you've got longer accommodation because accommodation expenses can be obviously pretty high so maybe maybe that's why who knows yeah well maybe they need to look at when they hold the comps too well that's a million-dollar question. I think we, we can all agree that the waiting periods have been potentially in the wrong times of year in, yeah. in the last – the 2023 tour. What about the uh, the CEO role, mate? Who would you put up for that? Oh, geez, I don't know. Put you on the spot there. Tell you what. I haven't really thought about it. Sammy was CEO. He would be making some drastic cuts, mate. He is a ruthless individual. It uh, would be pretty interesting. Jake Pato, CEO, would be a sick one, don't you reckon? Yeah. Oh, no, good good thought. Um, serious operator, straight to the point. No messing around with Jake the Snake. Be good, but, uh, mate, I think he's busy with his uh, We Are Feel Good sunscreen, so I don't think he wants it. But uh, And you'd be the CEO of so many companies, Adzi, <laughs> as you'd know. Oh, I don't know. I think maybe, yeah. Uh, CEO of... Uh, Barrel Surf podcast. 
No, I'm just a, I'm just a lowly contributor, mate. Adsy's plumbing services <laughs> in the southwest. Yeah. What else you got? Not a lot, mate. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's good that he's gone. I think Elo and uh, I think I mean Kelly would be epic. He doesn't want it, obviously, either. But doesn't be, need it. But probably the right guy for the job. Definitely the right guy for the job. And uh, he's yeah, if you had to nominate someone, geez, he's he's done it all. I uh, I could probably back it too. Speculation on my behalf again. I'm speculating a lot today, but maybe Andrew Stark. Stark is going to be the man for the job. Having said that, could also be a woman. There's been obviously uh, women CEOs in surfing. Sophie Goldschmidt being the most recent or the only one maybe. But yeah, don't don't put it out of the uh, out of the equation completely. So we'll see how that goes. All right, let's move on to uh, the Clive Palmer Cup. Big P there. So, Sammy Morrison joining us on Barrel Surf Podcast. Who has given you the shits in surfing or otherwise lately? Can't say I've really got one to tell you the truth. Oh, you're a positive guy, mate. That's, but, a, um, that's all good. Yeah, I'd just nominate the um, Tiopu Trophy for the double phallic <laughs> action that that produced. Did the women get one too? I believe, yes. Okay. Double Caroline, ender. Double yeah. ender, you reckon? Couple, couple of hands on the trophy. Yeah, right. There you go. Yeah, so Sammy Morrow's Clive Palmer Cup goes to the the uh, double-ended phallic trophy at the Tiahopu competition. As he is furiously going through his plumber's notes here. Well, mate, I could uh, I could dig up a, uh, a Clive from a little while back if you've got the time. We got the time, do we? We okay. got the time. Oh. We well, yeah. maybe you go first. All right. So uh, I have got a Clive Palmer Cup, and it goes to Piers Morgan, the uh, English guy who's just constantly whinging about. I will back that English people um, not cheating and Australians cheating in the cricket and the soccer and all the rest of it. Uh, fair play to the English team for beating the Matildas three one on. I think it was a couple of days ago. Matilda's just grasped the imagination of the nation, didn't they? Everyone they was did. stoked about the Matildas, so congratulations to them. Huge efforts there, but uh, yeah, English people, especially Piers Morgan, seem to uh, forget about things that they've done and then complain about things that Australians have done. And uh, yeah, what a fucking wanker that guy is. So <laughs> you've got my Clive Palmer nomination, Piers Morgan, whoever the hell you are. I, what is he like a? Journalist or something? I don't even, I don't even know. Anyway. Yeah, I think he's uh, a dog find show host, isn't he? Dog show host. <laughs> dog shit host. <laughs> As he opens himself up, another cheeky monkey, oh. and it is unravelling quickly here on Barrel Set Podcast. <laughs> but it is a Friday afternoon. Yeah. We are enjoying ourselves okay. in the shed quarters. And, uh, no, I've got go. one. I what do you one. got? So it's a Clive Palmer that I wanted to slip in a while back, but um, unlike me, you know, out of the norm, it's actually a bit of a longer story, so... Uh, mate, it was uh, last year on my up north travels. Sammy knows my history with boats is not great. Um, I basically could have been the skipper of that uh, unfortunate wooden boat between Nias and Bunyaks. That's sort of up my alley a bit, isn't it, Sammy, in all honesty? It, um, yeah, you're a bit of a hard luck story with boats, mate. <laughs> no two ways so, about mate, it. First hand experience here. Yep. It, um, <laughs> you did all right that boat trip. I, I've been on a couple of boat trips here. Boat 
excursions and you've yeah. done all right both times with me. Yeah, we did okay there, but uh, you got lucky. But, uh, Twice. <laughs> I'm a lucky guy. <laughs> Mate, uh, last year, I, I, so I'm, nominate, I'm nominating uh, Bunbury for my Clive Palmer. Ooh. Yeah, controversial. Jeez, um, you got some lawyers yeah. involved yeah. in Emma? Defamation. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it's mate. Uh, okay, we'll beep it That's out if you have to. I know. <laughs> Last year, I'm, 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 I'm heading up north. <laughs> uh, I'm heading up north for for the family getaway last year, and uh, I thought I'd do the right thing and you know get the boat up tickety boo. Actually, mate, uh, um, I I'd, the steering cable was was fucked, so I'm like, I need a service and a steering cable. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Better not be. <laughs> All right, we're definitely bleeping out that name, um, mate. Uh, so I, I go to this place and I and I get the get the steering cable fixed, and I get a service. And I think, you beauty, I'm heading to the northwest. Got this ripper boat. I'm on surfing, fishing, taking the family out, all all the good stuff, right? So uh, I head up there and uh, and I head out for for uh, a little afternoon fishing with the family before I head out to the outer reefs and. Typical me, I'm I'm in the lagoons of the northwest. You know that the outer reef is about three or four k's out, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, no, I'm listening, mate. Oh yeah, and um, and there's a little bit of wind on it, and I got the two two young kids, they're sort of six and three or something like that, and I'm like, let's go, and the misses, and I'm like, let's go out the back and catch some fish, go trawling for some big ones. Yeah, and typically the missus is like, ah, oh, it's a bit choppy. Let's you know stay in here. And I'm like, oh fuck, you know, I'm pretty keen to get out there. And I'm like, okay, there's a bit of spray coming over the bow. No, we'll stay in the lagoon. So we stay in the lagoon, and then uh, the missus loves fishing. So we're we're dropping these little things over trying to catch fish. Uh, we see a squid. We you know we've got a squid on. We're catching all these little shit fish off the reef. So I'm constantly hooking up having to undo hooks and we've got a squid on. So we're sort of getting a bit excited and the kids are sitting up the front. Me and the missus are hanging over the back trying to get a fish. And then uh, my six-year-old's like, hey, dad, what's all this water in the boat? And I'm just like, mate, you, you know what it's like when you've got young kids, they just fucking constantly asking you questions and, and talking shit. And you just sort of, unfortunately, you fob it off every now and then. And uh, so I've fobbed it off because I've got this little fish that I'm trying to unhook and I think I had a squid on at the same time. There's a bit of action going on. I'm like, ah, oh, mate, it's nothing. It's just a spray from when we're driving into the chop, you know. And then, uh, mates, uh, about... Why I is there two inches of freeboard, Dad? I, I didn't even look. Didn't even turn around and look, mate. My kid's like, why is this water in here? I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know what he's talking about. He's just got water on him, you know. So then I'm like, uh, I'm like oh, yeah. So we're back to, back to it, fishing getting back into it and then about mate five to seven minutes later kingy's like my, my oldest son's like dad there's a lot of water up here why is there so much water and i'm like what are you talking about mate i turn around and look up the front of the boat and there's like three inches of water in the front of the boat i'm like holy shit i just freak out i'm like quick pull your lines in why don't you say something <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. i'm like i can't believe i didn't even look the first time did not I teach you kids anything <laughs> exactly and I'm if like, there's water in the boat you gotta tell me <laughs> oh i'm the worst skipper of boats ever so then i freak out wind the lines in and obviously my first thought is to just get back to the get back to the jetty as quick as possible which is about you know three or four k's away but to be fair we're only about 400 meters off the actual coast you know 
So, mate, I just floor it and the whole boat, because there's so much water, all the water sloshes down the back and we're just doing the biggest wheelie. And I've got a full <laughs> throttle on this 50 horsepower. We're doing about three knots all the way back. And it's just like, mate, I'm like, holy crap. And I'm just like, keep going, keep going. And then everyone's starting to get, mate, my missus like gets worried over everything. The kids are young, they're scared. And I'm just like, nah, it's fine. Like, We'll be, I've realized that my instant moment of panic is not going to help anyone. So I'm like driving back towards the jetty. Channel Jack Robbo. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to <laughs> keep, <him. laughs> keep calm. Exactly. So I'm doing this one and I'm just like buzzing it back. And I'm just like, holy crap, like we're actually sinking here. Like, and then I'm like, ah, oh, well, we've got life jackets and, you know, we're only 400 meters off and it's flat water. Like, I'm worst case scenario, yeah, the boat sinks and, um, and yeah. Dude. It, yeah. <laughs> oh, but it's like three, four hundred meters, and it's like five meters deep. But it is interesting you make that noise. Seen some big sharks, and yeah. So anyway, <laughs> and um, so mate, we get back, and and as right as we get near the boat ramp, it sort of drops down and and starts planing again a little bit. So it's lost a bit of water, and obviously, what's what's the first thing that you think of when? when your boat's filling up with water. Everyone said the same thing. It's Bail like, it out. No, no. Well, what, what, what's the what's the reason? Ah, that, you didn't yeah, have the bung in. Yeah, that's what everyone's like, mate, did you put the bungs in, Adzi? And I'm like, look, it was late in the afternoon. I was on holidays. Yes, I might have had a tin. Yes, I had a sore back, so I had some medicinal um, marijuana and because um, my back is sore a lot. you know. He's got a prescription, people. Don't, I got, yeah, don't I got a prescription, mate. Don't it's judge. not a problem. Yeah, so I had a sore back, mate, because I was pushing the boat around. And so straight away you're thinking, I haven't put the bungs in. I'm a fucking idiot. But I'm there driving back going, I know I fucking put I, – I did the bungs, mate, because it rained the night before, filled my boat up with water. So I had to let the bungs out, let the rainwater out and put them back in. I just know and I'm like, okay, something's going wrong. So I get back. I've, I managed to get on the jetty. Everyone's safe. I'm like, you beauty, crisis averted. Now what was the problem? So I undo the bungs and the, one of the bung rubbers is cracked and I'm like – Geez, that was a lot of water for a cracked rubber. I mean, it was still generally there, you know. So then I noticed that it's got these two 40 mil holes in the back of the boat and they're called... Um, Scuppers? Uh, scupper valves. That's the one. Thank you, Sammy. He is a boat expert. So basically when water goes on your deck, because I've got a, a raised deck, um, so you're not walking around the hull, water goes on the deck, it drains down to these little scupper valves and comes out two 40 mil holes, one each side of the boat. And I'm like, that's funny. One of them has got a nice little one-way freaking valve on it. The other one's just a hole in the back of my boat. Got right. a cracked rubber. Mate, it was the amount of problems that cracked rubbers cause. <laughs> oh, mate, it's exactly. I almost lost my kids. Crack Other cracked rubbers created kids. So exactly. either way, they're a big problem. It's a big problem, cracked rubbers. But, wood, um, wood chopper, chop, wood chopper, chop. <laughs> Mate, and uh, so I get in. I've worked out the problem and then I've, I'm, I'm ferreting around under the back there of the transom and I've seen that this new – steering cable has been rested on the old scupper valve and it's sheared it off and sheared it. cut it straight off. So I basically went out there and had a 40 mil hole in the back of my boat, which is obviously filled up with water. So I've, uh, I'm just like, mate, it's the start of my holiday. Yeah. Okay. My family almost, uh, you know, we almost got shipwrecked, but, uh, all good. So I didn't know how to plug it up and being a plumber, I went down the hardware store and I thought that really looks like the same waste as a bath plug and washer, Sammy, being a fellow plumber, <laughs> you'd know that. So I bought a bath plug and washer and some Sikaflex and 
jammed it in the hole and put the nut on. What do you know? It, it fit like a dream. I had a little plug to empty it in and out. And um, happy days, right? But that afternoon, we got in at about 3 o'clock and we thought, okay, let's not waste the afternoon. We'll go down the sand dunes, have a beer and watch a sunset right in front of where we were almost sinking in the boat. And what should we see? Well, we're uh, having a beer on the sand dune there about five metres off the shore, Sammy. A broken rubber? <laughs> no. Play the music again. We're just like, whoa, how cool is that? There's a, there's a shark. A broken shark rubber. Is this shark just weaving its way down? It was probably only two and a half. Two metre. I don't know. It's hard to say. Three metre tiger shark. But either way, it was 100% a shark about three to five metres off the beach and just went all the way up and down the, the shoreline. And Katya's like, where were we out in the boat? And I'm like, yeah, right there. So we, right. yeah. But it was, it, it didn't need any food. It was full, full of bunks. So it was full it was of broken rubbers. Broken rubbers <laughs> yeah. and bunks That's, and uh, all the rest of it. Mate, so yeah, I would uh, nominate them for um, replacing my steering cable, so putting it on the scupper valve, yeah, snapping hungry. it in half. And then uh, almost sinking me and my family. And uh, look, my track record with boats is not great. Let's uh, and those that know me know that well. But I'm claiming that wasn't my fault. Just the same as that time my engine fell off the back. At uh, that wasn't my fault either. And yeah, so I've, I've, yeah, so pretty much every time I get a service on my boat, I generally end up worse you, for wear. You, you are due. Yeah, I'm yeah. not, mate. I'm never S- servicing the thing when, again. Same when when we're up at Warra. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> just have it. Just had it serviced, Sammy. Yeah. It's ready to go. <laughs> That's it, mate. Uh, so that was my Clive of the Week. It's been a long time coming, that one. Uh, pretty comical story. But, uh, yeah. look, in the end, they, you know, I said, hey, guys, you, you guys have stitched me up pretty hard here, I'm claiming. And they're like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, well, I reckon I do. They came to the party a little bit, threw in a few bits and bobs, you know, yep. the next service, but uh, okay. wasn't happy, mate. Tried to do the right thing and all it did was uh, nearly sink my family in yeah. shark-infested waters. So that's, that's the issue with, that's me, Clive with boats, boat situations. Uh, it can be life-threatening, life so, yeah, you've got to keep your wits about you and, uh, you know, make sure that you're checking your bungs and your scupper valves and all the rest of it when you <laughs> are going out boating. And, uh, yeah, so... Good stuff. All right, so we do like to temper the negative with a little bit of positive. So we have got the Steve Owen salute. Sammy Morrison, have you got a Steve for us? Listen, I'll, I'll give one to Adzi. Oh. Is that your first nomination? His captaincy <laughs> up north this year. Oh. Uh, his dinghy driving, exceptional. Under extreme it's uh, circumstances too. Yeah, you I know, wasn't in good form. We had so a few it's not all bad boating, with the motor, mate. but you know, heading home from a beautiful little surf on a four foot A frame and Oh yeah, that was good surf. I've got my my whiting rod out, twenty pound braid. What do we hook? Ooh. Ten kilo mackerel. Big mackerel. Big mackie. I'm like, Adzi. Get around, get around, like a working dog that he is. <laughs> he got around. He got us there. I started chasing your line we back. You're like, bring the line down. in, bring it in. Long story short, ended up in the boat and his wife was very happy. Mate, long story short, we got it back in the boat. We didn't have any fishing gear with us. 
apart from your rod. Oh, and it's and like this metre-long mackerel flipping around. Sammy did well to tail grab it out. of it. We didn't have a gaff or a net or anything. Nothing. Sammy's tail grabbed it, put it in the boat, and it's flapping around like crazy. And, you know, the best bit was that we couldn't put it out of its misery until as you just grabbed the anchor <laughs> and donked it. Mate. Straight on the noggin. Mate, it was a great Brown shot. Brown bread it was. Yeah, it was a good shot with the anchor. I, Boom. I surprised myself straight through the brain and, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good bit of excitement, that's for sure. So I guess that was one of my finer boating moments. But to be fair, um, yeah, I'm a shithouse fisherman and Sammy's always catching the fish, so I just did what he told me. But uh, my strike with the anchor really redeemed me, didn't oh, it, Sammy? Oh, it was to the was Mackie it? over the head with the anchor, with the pick and uh, one hit. that was it. Done. One, one hit. hit with the anchor. Like, First hit. Boom. It. Done. Job Boom. done. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Was, that was Especially a good in, in inflatable with a really <laughs> long mackerel. It was, it was risky. I, I was very worried. <laughs> it was teeth and say, anchors and Especially shit. with all the motor issues we'd had the previous day. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I mean, the experiences I had up, up north this year, you're fucking lucky to get the fish on the boat. There's that many fucking yeah. point, uh, pointers, that many fucking sharks out there. Oh, it's crazy. hard to get them up there. Uh, Adzi. Steve, uh, Steve Irwin salutes from you, oh, sir. Oh, geez, Steve Irwin salutes. Um, mate, you've got to give it to the Aussies in the boat uh, between Nias and that. That was a, definitely a Steve Irwin moment. I, yeah. Mate, I, I, I can't get a clear story on it. Someone's going to obviously interview him soon. And get mate, a, I'm sure they've got agents already. Yeah, you know, exactly. Management um, or whatever it might be. But I, I did read somewhere that, one of the guys pulled an Eddie and his name was Elliot. So Elliot would go. Yep. And apparently he paddled off looking for help or something. I don't know if that's true or not. But yeah, I think I think one of them paddled to a nearby resort. Yeah, but if or tried why to. didn't they all fucking Yeah, see I read the article and it said they tried they started paddling for land, but then it never clarified whether anyone made it and then the rest of the story gonna, you're was not gonna try and paddle a coffin, maybe he no, well, that's only the, had one board. Gets back to that that gets back to that uh, question where earlier before, like do you pull your board out because it's more streamlined or do you sit on your coffin because it's uh, floats better? Like Now, you know that they all that, that crew have carried on up in the Mance or where it is uh, for the rest of their trip as or at least changed, changed to resorts or whatever. I've got a bit of a theory on that. Oh, yeah? So my theory, um, always at the worst in situations, but uh, I reckon they've got themselves an agent and the agent has said, Carry on with your surf trip. Yep. I'll pay for it. Just stay out of the media altogether, which is what they do when they get the agent and they sell their story to 60 Minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. He's a clever kid. Maybe the resort too. They're like, oh, you know. It's not good. It's not good for the resort, mate. No flares, no EPIRB, like no life jackets. They they hired that boat to get It doesn't matter. They hired it. Mate, look at Suli, the captain of the... Uh, probably the best boat in the Mentau is the Huey. Mate, he was selling some handheld EPIRBs like a couple of days later going, hey, guys, yeah, anyone want to buy these things? Like I yeah. know the average Indo oh, can't afford them. Your ones. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Maybe the average Indo can't afford them, but it made me think twice and I've done that exact trip, mate, like, you know, on the exact same boat and I was like, you know what? You can buy an EPIRB for 150 bucks. I'm fucking going to buy one. If I'm planning on doing one of those things, stick that in your Bloody sock and I know people that it. buy them every time they travel and just take it on the plane with them. There you go. Yeah. Mate, In case the plane goes down. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, mate, I bumped in a Kiwi Bradsey on OCD. the building site today. 
And he was just like, we started talking about this story and uh, every, all our listeners know them, the famous Kiwi Bradsy story. And oh, he w- that's going to go down like yeah. still, still my favourite barrel surf yeah, podcast exactly. episode. Oh, so many people have said the same thing. And Bradsy was like, oh, those guys are so lucky. And he's like, and then Bradsy just like not even talking it up, just like, yeah, man. Like he was like, you said, oh, those, those tropical storms, they just come in so quick. It's like, yeah, we had a few times when those storms hit us in our rubber ducky and all we were doing was just grasping onto that little plastic compass that we bought and just trying to stay on route. And I'm just like, fucking hell, you're so like, you didn't die, mate. Like, you know, there was no EPIRBs back then. There was no phones. He couldn't do any of that. And yeah, I mean, they the just th- held the onto their is, compass, you, you know. The rain is so intense in those storms. You, you literally cannot see where you're going. Yeah. And. In the tropics, you know, if you, you hit a bloody palm tree going 20 knots, yeah, floating yeah. in the water. There goes your engine, yeah. There goes your engine, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's gnarly. So, yeah, I reckon uh, I reckon those guys definitely deserve a Steve. They um, do deserve a Steve. You, you're absolutely correct there. I'm going to nominate the Matildas because uh, we mentioned them earlier. They've captured the imagination of the nation. They've yep. uh, done probably era-defining sort of stuff this in this last two weeks. Um, they're saying it was the most watched television event since Kathy Freeman won the 400 metres at the 2000 Olympics. So obviously Australian public's just invested in it. And, um, yeah, they've, they're have they going for third place on Sunday, I think it is. Yep. Uh, so good luck in that match. And, um, yeah, I, I, think, I think looking back on these two weeks, this World Cup, I think uh, – you know, in 10, 20 years, they'll look back and go, this was the, the moment when women's sport in Australia really got a bit of a leg up and uh, changed everything. So good on you, girls. Massive effort and also to the coach. Go the Tillies. Go the Tillies, yeah. Huge stuff. But we are going to give the... Uh, oh, i got more Steves. I have. Go oh, on then. Got, got to have two Steves every Clive, surely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, mates, my mate Luke Gerson, uh, Lukey, his son Jesse is a six-year-old absolute frothing surfer who has just if got... If you need any photography work, go contact Luke yeah, Gerson. Yeah, if you want uh, someone to take sexual photos of your honeymoon, uh, he will do that. He is... Well, he, he might... I'm not sure wedding. if he does... Yeah, I don't know if he does that, actually. I made that No, I think up. he does the part before that just when you, the wedding. When just you get the married. Wedding. Oh, yeah. Either yeah. way, it's touch and go. It's touch and go. And family portraits and so yeah, forth. Yeah, either way. I mean, how do families get created? I mean, do you, you want... Anyway... We're going down a rabbit hole here. It's a natural a, thing that happens natural. between a, a man and a woman, a man and a, and a, photog- man, a, man a woman, and a woman and a woman, and or a photographer, a non-binary and a non-binary, whatever <laughs> it might be. And uh, mate, his son um, Jesse has been surfing with my older son Kingy, and the last three weeks they've just had some epic sessions at a few local peelers. Uh, they're r- right at the very beginning of their surf journey. And, uh, mate, the froth levels are incredibly high. It's been cold and wet and they're just absolutely pumped. Party waves are the norm. Um, I think Jesse yesterday claimed that... They'll uh, grow out of that, surely. Yeah, mate. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're, they're doing these party waves and they're bumping and he's claiming that uh, he was going along and my son's board went under his board and my son stepped onto his board and then stepped off the other side back onto his own board and... I was like, let's see you do that. Mate, like, yeah, exactly. I was like, that's pretty that's sweet. Some that sort happened. of crazy transition. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty sick. I don't think it quite happened like that, but just the fact that he thought it happened uh, and the froth levels were that sick. And he's actually got a mad style on him. He 
goes hard. He's little clenched fist dude, this guy Jesse, and he's, mate, he goes faster than, he's making bigger sections than me. He's just going that fast, this little dude. And they get like 150 metres peelers. That's you, um, Blake. Blake, you're talking about, the, it's probably overhead for them too. Oh, almost. yeah, it's definitely shoulder high. And, um, mate, it's just been epic seeing the kids froth out there. So that's definitely been a really high point for me for the last few weeks. Yeah, sick. Yeah. My, my young bloke, um, I took him out there. Recently as well, that same break. And um, he was actually the only one out there. So I was pretty impressed with him heading out there. And I gave him my little uh, shark eyes hood to put on to keep his little little noggin warm. And uh, yeah, he, he came, came in claiming he got barreled three times. Which really? was, yeah, pretty nice. impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah he good. loves it. I love the barrel claim when it's blatantly not barreling when the kids well, go... You know, it, it was knee high, knee high to him, and I don't know how he got, would have got barreled out there. It was onshore, but yeah, good on the Groms. As long as you get your head in there, yeah. Future generations yeah. just getting amongst it. It's good to Frothing see. Out. Yeah, good to see. Anyone else got a double, double Steve's? I got because I got one more Steve Irwin. Well, let's hear it, Adzi. Okay, he's uh, I th- I think he's a listener, uh, Shane Reed, mate. So I uh, bumped into him up north. Yeah, no Shane. Yeah, do you? Yeah, he's a good man. Uh, I bumped into him up north and uh, we're at one of the tourist hotspots, snorkeling hotspots, and I just bought this bloody paddleboard with a with a viewing window in it, like a plastic window, and I was paddling, like a, an inflatable one. So I'm paddling around with this thing, and the thing cost me an arm and a leg because I you know, got caught up in the emotions of a family holiday, and I thought, yeah, I'll buy this for the family. And and we actually had an epic time paddling around and like hell snorkeling. The kid, both kids are on it looking through the window. We had like a one-and-a-half-metre shark i don't know what it was like this white lemon shark or something like that yeah lemon shark spots on it yeah it's very very weak spots but spots on the legs yeah that'd be a lemon yeah it was epic mate this thing was just swimming around in like a meter and a half of water and we're like on this board and it's just come mate we did for about 20 minutes with this thing underneath like right underneath us like 100 mil underneath us it was pretty epic Anyway, so I've come in and, and I've beached it and this guy Shane started coming up and chatting to me and, you know, we're just having a chat and he's up there doing the same thing I'm doing. And I'm like, mate, I just bought this thing. Uh, you know, it cost me a bloody arm and a leg so I bought it at the local camping store. But, you know, I see your daughters here, are, you know, 13 and 15 or whatever. If you want to take it for a spin, mate, take it for a spin. It's so much fun. It's sunny, warm water, glassy, no winds. Like, take it for a spin. Yeah, cool. So the young daughter jumps on it. And then, um, mate, I go off swimming and snorkeling and they come in and long story short, I, uh, I get a message from him. He's left the beach and I get a message from him when I get back to the car and he's like, mate, not sure what happened, but, uh, I notice a nut and bolt floating around in the middle of your stand up paddle. And I, I think my daughter's like lost some clip or something off your paddle. I'm like, he's like, mate, meet me down at Whalebone Brewery in, in, up, up North there. And I'll uh, I'll shout you shout you a couple of beers, you know. And I'm like, oh mate, it's all good, whatever. Like, mate, the kid they're marine grade nuts and bolts. It's worth more than two. No, I'm <laughs> oh well, you're right actually, because I'm just like, yeah, whatever, man. And so I'm sure it's nothing, you know. Like, so we go up, and we have a couple of beers, and you have a laugh, and everyone's happy. And then I get back to Perth at the end of the holiday. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna order that clip before I forget. It's this special clip for this. This brand Cressy, who's like this Italian bloody paddleboard brand. Yeah, yeah, shit. I've heard of that. Yeah, and uh, mate, I see it on their website. Can't buy it. I'm fucking ringing every shop in Perth. Fucking can't buy. It. I just can't get this fucking clip, and it's like really specific to the paddle. 
And then Shane sends me a message out of the blue. Mate, leave your paddle out. I really want to sort that clip out. I feel bad about it. I'm like, whatever, man. It's all good. I left it out, forgot about it. Came home a week ago. He must have come around about a week ago. Came home like an, last night. And here's this paddle in my driveway with a new clip in it. And, uh, mate, I have no idea how he got it because I tried all the shops in Perth. But somehow he drove around here, got the actual paddle. I totally forgot about it. And he uh, bought me a few beers up north and he got the clip and delivered the paddle back. So Steve Irwin, thanks, Shane. And I think he uh, think he listens to the potty too. So thanks for listening. Yeah, I spoke to Shane a couple of days and he did say that he listens to the potty. And uh, yeah, good on you, Shane. You, for legend, you are our, one of our Steve Irwin salutes Pro- Probably today. cost him 100 bucks for that one little stainless steel nut and bolt. But uh, He did say on the phone <laughs> that you owe him a couple of beers. Though, so. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, come around, Shane. I'll definitely pack you up some cheeky monkeys. Not a problem. Good on you, legend. All right, we're going to wrap this one up shortly. And uh, before we do, though, Sammy Morrison, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on board again. You're uh, in fine form today. As as you said last time you were on the show, you're a little bit, uh, let's say, tired. Slim dusty. A little bit slim dusty. Anything you'd like to share with the listeners before we head off, mate? (laughs) Turn him on. Mate, young lady surfing these days. Aaron Brooks, Willow Hardy, um, Olive Hardy, Olive, Ruby Berry, Ruby Berry. Yeah, she just crazy. rips. She smoked me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Good honour. Like, yeah, it's insane. Like, you look at the girls on the CT; they're just going nuts and charging. I got a quick one Steve for Sammy. Steve Irwin for them. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's sick, mate. Sure. Love to see the girls ripping out there. There are. Just getting better and better and better and charging way bigger waves than I'd even consider. So good on you, girls. Sammy, you've done a fair bit of time in the Mints the last yep. before COVID. Got anything for our listeners? Uh, we, I don't know. Most of our listeners are pretty pretty seasoned anyway. But um, got anything that you might think is a good little tip next time you go to the Mints? Uh, you know, you've packed a few pretty solid waves over there, and you've done a bit of time. Any anything that you can oh, think yeah. can help their travel? 100% watch out for those 14-year-old girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because they will snake you and... And and make you charge and beyond you, your body's yeah. ability. Ride way deeper in the barrel really than you will. Because yeah. <laughs> they're who's better. Yeah, good on you, Sammy. Well, right. yeah, once again, good thoughts there. Anything else, Adzi, before we do wrap this one up? I'm good, mate. Uh, thanks to everyone who tunes in. We've had some really good uh, feedback. We've had some really big numbers on a couple of episodes. And uh, we're just grateful that everybody's enjoying our work. And uh, not everybody, but the people that talk to us say they enjoy it. And uh, we're really enjoying our uh, our journey here as podcasters and we're just stoked that we get to bring you a bit of WA surf culture. So thanks for tuning in. Yeah, well said, mate. That's that's exactly right. We uh, do this for the absolute love of it. Just talking shit about surfing and having a couple of a uh, couple of beers, a couple of non-alcoholic beers, whatever it might be. So yeah, thanks for listening to the Barrel Surf Podcast. Get amongst the legends, you bloody legends. We'll catch you next time on the Barrel Surf Podcast. Come on, Jack Robbo.